The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. It's Saturday. Praise be to God, the weekend is here. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Saturday, July 31st, 2021. Saturday of the 17th week in Ordinary Time. In the Missal, this is Liturgical Year B, Cycle 1. Saturday is a day to pray the joyful mysteries of the Rosary. And today is the Memorial of St. Ignatius of Loyola. Born in 1491, he was on his way to military fame and fortune when a cannonball shattered his leg. There weren't any books of romance on hand during his convalescence, so Ignatius whiled away the time reading a life of Christ and lives of the saints, and a long, painful turning to Christ began. He saw the Mother of God in a vision and made a pilgrimage to her shrine at Montserrat near Barcelona, and it was during his year of conversion that he began to write down material that later became his greatest work, the spiritual exercises. In 1534, at the age of 43, he and six others one of whom was St. Francis Xavier, vowed to live in poverty and chastity and to go to the Holy Land. And if that became impossible, they vowed to offer themselves to the apostolic service of the Pope. The latter became the only choice. The new Society of Jesus was approved by Pope Paul III. Ignatius was elected to serve as the first general. Ignatius was a true mystic. He centered his spiritual life on the essential foundations of Christianity, the Trinity, Christ, and the Eucharist. St. Ignatius of Loyola died July 31, 1556. St. Ignatius of Loyola, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. My God, I adore you and I love you with all my heart. I thank you for having created me, made me a Christian, and preserved me this night. I offer you the actions of this day. Grant that all of them may be in accordance with your holy will and for your greater glory. Protect me from sin and from all evil. Let your grace be always with me and with all my dear ones. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying that in social, economic, and political situations of conflict, we may be courageous and passionate architects of dialogue and friendship. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me and that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask your pardon for my sins. The grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. Today's Gospel tells us the story of the death of St. John the Baptist. Now Herod had arrested John, we read in the Gospel of Matthew. Herod had arrested John, bound him, and put him in prison on account of Herodias, the wife of his brother Philip. For John had said to him, 
it is not lawful for you to have her. Herod would visit John and like to hear him speak and really didn't want to kill him until he was kind of forced to by human respects. At a birthday celebration for Herod, the daughter of Herodias performed a dance before the guests and delighted Herod so much that he swore to give her whatever she might ask for. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me here on a platter the head of John the Baptist. The king was distressed, but because of his oaths and the guests who were present, he ordered that it be given, and he had John beheaded in the prison. John the Baptist is clearly a martyr for the truth. He speaks the truth. Bravely, he sticks by his principles, and he suffers for it. Eventually, he loses his life. And that's very important. But I thought today we could reflect in our Lord's presence more on John's motivations. Why did he tell Herod that it was wrong for him to have relations with and to live with Herodias, his brother's wife? Why didn't he just mind his own business? Why did he point this out to Herod when he knew it could, it could end up endangering his own freedom, his own security, and eventually, as it did, his own life. Why? And I think he does it out of charity. In the first place, out of charity for Herod. As we mentioned, Herod seemed to like John. He would talk to him and he enjoyed listening to him. And so it seems like there was a Somewhat of a of a strange but incipient <laughs> friendship there between Herod and John. And so John told Herod that he should stop doing this for Herod's own good. He spoke the truth to him, taking the risk that Herod would respond to it badly, which he did, so that he, so that he could help Herod. Hey, this situation, your brother's still alive, and you're with his wife. It's not good. It's not good for you. It's not good for your brother. It's not good for Herodias. It's not good for Herodias' daughter. It's not good for anyone. And so in the first place, he does it out of charity for Herod and all those involved. This situation is objectively wrong. It's not good for you. And so you should stop it. You should fix it. Also, he does it, I think, to help Herod avoid scandal to help all the people who knew about this situation. Herod was a king. He was a public figure. And John, in order to protect the sanctity of marriage and the public moral sense, corrects Herod so that other people don't continue to receive a bad example from their leader. And so the story of John the Baptist is not just the story of someone who bravely speaks the truth without any regard for his personal safety. Rather, it's someone who is speaking the truth bravely, yes, but for a higher cause, for the good of souls, the good of public morality, to help people, 
And he takes the risk of this negative response because he wants to help, because he thinks it's important enough to try at least to form Herod's conscience, to make him aware that his situation is not a good one, and to protect the people from this bad example. Lord Jesus, give us to the, the courage it takes to speak the truth to people out of love in order to help them when they may not like the message. Help us to run the risk of speaking the truth in charity, speaking the truth in love, as St. Paul puts it. Even when it's a little bit dangerous, even when we might be ostracized or persecuted in one way or another. I remember when I was a teenager, I visited Atlanta with a friend of mine. We were both from New Jersey, and he had a brother who lived in Atlanta. And so we went down for a weekend, a long weekend, once, my senior year in high school. And one day we went out to a restaurant for for lunch. And among other things, I, I ordered a an order of buffalo wings. And they came with a typical very orange, spicy buffalo sauce on these chicken wings. And so I'm eating them and they were very, they were very saucy. They were very wet. And so I have a napkin there and I'm trying to make sure that I'm getting all of the, um, the sauce off of my face. And so at the end of the meal, I asked my friend, Hey, do I, how's my face? Do I have any sauce left on my face? And he looked at me and said, oh, no, you're fine. Don't worry. And so we went out the rest of the day, and we were on the, on the metro and, and going to different stores and shops, seeing sights. And every once in a while, I kept noticing people kind of looking at me a little bit funny, right, and smirking or looking away. And I didn't think much of it, um, but it was there, right? Two or three people I caught kind of looking at me a little bit askance and a little bit um, quizzically. And then I got, uh, we got home after this day of touring and we saw his brother. And his brother said to me, John, what's that orange ring around, <laughs> around your face? And so I had this, uh, you know, the napkin, was, the napkin was only going so far and it was like kind of pushing the, the sauce to the outer edge of this orange ring that had formed around my face. And my friend, obviously, as as a practical joke, because he started cracking up immediately, had not told me about this about this mark on my face left by uh, by our culinary adventure at the restaurant. In any event, we could imagine this wasn't my friend's motive, but let's imagine that my friend was too shy to tell me about the sauce on my face. He didn't want to make me embarrassed or cause me to have to go to the bathroom to wash it off. And he said, oh, no, it's fine. Don't worry. Because he wanted to save me the trouble of having to fix it or of being embarrassed in front of him that, <laughs> that I had all this sauce on my face. Well, he wouldn't be doing me any good. Right? He, would, he would actually be hurting me by letting me continue in that situation, which he did, but it was funny. <laughs> Um, because he would let me go out, as he did, and let other people laugh at me and let me seem like an idiot in front of other people. And so this can happen in our life, 
people in our life can be in difficult situations. We have compassion for them. We don't judge them. But they need to hear at times from people who care about them, from people who love them, that there's a better way, that they need to reform or to convert or to face some problem that they're not facing in the right way. And it's not that we go around trying to correct everyone immediately. This has to happen in a context of respect and love, compassion, accompaniment, a true care for their good, a true identification with their with their person, with their good. As we see, it seems like John the Baptist and Herod had had some sort of relationship. But Lord, we have to do this. Give me the give me the courage and the concern for others, which helps me speak to the truth to them, even when it's difficult, and even when I may run the risk of them not appreciating it and reacting negatively to my to my intervention or or to the help that, that I'm trying to give them. Lord Jesus, we need this courage and this concern. You've put people in my life who need to hear the truth that's a difficult truth. And you've put me there who know this truth, who can help them with it. So Jesus, help me to have enough concern, enough daring, enough fortitude, clarity of exp- of expression to help those people in my life who need to hear a little bit of a difficult truth and help me, like John the Baptist, to be ready to, to undergo the consequences of speaking the truth in charity. Because we can't predict ahead of time that the person is going to take it well, that perhaps they, they will reject us for a while, and perhaps they will persecute us or ridicule us in some way for our point of view. But if we don't help them, who will? If we don't try to share the truth with them, where will they get that truth? I thank you, my God, for the good resolutions, affections, and inspirations which you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask your help to put them into effect, my Immaculate Mother, St. Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. It's 14 past the hour on Saturday, July 31st, 2021, the Memorial of St. Ignatius of Loyola. I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Time to pray. We join the whole church. We're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and and my my mouth mouth will proclaim your praise. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come, let us sing to the Lord, and shout with joy to the rock who saves us. Let us approach him with praise and thanksgiving, and sing joyful songs to the Lord. 
Come let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia. The Lord is God, the mighty God, the great King over all the gods. He holds in his hands the depths of the earth and the highest mountains as well. He made the sea, it belongs to him. The dry land, too, for it was formed by his hand. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Come then, let us bow down and worship, bending the knee before the Lord our Maker. For He is our God, and we are His people, the flock He shepherds. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Today, listen to the voice of the Lord. Do not grow stubborn as your fathers did in the wilderness. When at Meribah and Massah they challenged me and provoked me, although they had seen all of my works. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Forty years I endured that generation. I said, they are a people whose hearts go astray, and they do not know my ways. So I swore in my anger, they shall not enter into my rest. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Come, let us worship Christ, Chief Shepherd of the flock. Alleluia! The King of love, my Shepherd, Whose goodness fails me ever I nothing lack If I am 
humbles himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. Whoever, Whoever humbles himself like a little child will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. O Lord, my heart is not proud, nor haughty my eyes. I have not gone after things too great, nor marvels beyond me. Truly, I have set my soul in silence and peace. As a child has rest in its mother's arms, even so 
my soul. O Israel, hope in the Lord, both now and forever. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus, gentle and humble of heart, you declared that whoever receives a little child in your name receives you, and you promised your kingdom to those who are like children. Never let pride reign in our hearts, but may the Father's compassion reward and embrace all who willingly bear your gentle yoke. Whoever Whoever humbles himself like like a little little child will will be greater in the kingdom of heaven. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. With With simplicity simplicity of heart, I have have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. O Lord, remember David and all the many hardships he endured, the oath he swore to the Lord, his vow to the strong one of Jacob. I will not enter the house where I live, nor go to the bed where I rest. I will give no sleep to my eyes, to my eyelids I will give no slumber, till I find a place for the Lord a dwelling for the strong one of Jacob. At Ephrathah we heard of the ark. We found it in the plains of Urim. Let us go to the place of his dwelling. Let us go to kneel at his footstool. Go up, Lord, to the place of your rest, you and the ark of your strength. Your priests shall be clothed with holiness. Your faithful shall ring out their joy. For the sake of David your servant, Do not reject your anointed. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. With simplicity of heart, I have joyfully offered everything to you, my God. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord Lord has sworn an oath to David. His His kingdom will stand forever. The Lord swore an oath to David. He will not go back on his word. A son, the fruit of your body, will I set upon your throne. If they keep my covenant in truth and my laws that I have taught them, Their sons also shall rule on your throne from age to age. For the Lord has chosen Zion. He has desired it for his dwelling. This is my resting place forever. Here have I chosen to live. I will greatly bless her produce. I will fill her poor with bread. I will clothe her priests with salvation and her faithful shall ring out their joy. There David's stock will flower. I will prepare a lamp for my anointed. I will cover his enemies with shame, but on him my crown shall shine. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. 
as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Lord Jesus Christ, you chose to suffer and be overwhelmed by death in order to open the gates of death in triumph. Stay with us to help us on our pilgrimage. Free us from all evil by the power of your resurrection. In the company of your saints, and constantly remembering your love for us, may we sing of your wonders in our Father's house. The Lord has sworn an oath to David. His kingdom will stand forever. You will hear the word from my mouth. You will tell others what I have said. A reading from the second letter of the Apostle Paul to the Corinthians. This is the third time that I am about to visit you, and I am not going to burden you, for I do not want what you have. I only want you. Children should not save up for their parents, but parents for children. I will gladly spend myself and be spent for your sakes. If I love you too much, will I be loved the less for that? Granted that I did not burden you, but being crafty, you say, I caught you by guile. Did I ever take advantage of you through any of the men I sent to you? I urged Titus to go to you, and I sent the other brother with him. Did Titus take advantage of you in any way? Did we not act in the one spirit, walk in the same footsteps? Do you think throughout this recital that I am defending myself to you? Before God I tell you, in Christ, I have done everything to build you up. My dear ones, I fear that when I come, I may not find you to my liking, nor may you find me to yours. I fear I may find discord, jealousy, outbursts of anger, selfish ambitions, slander and gossip, self-importance, disorder. I fear that when I come again, My God may humiliate me before you, and I may have to mourn over the many who sinned earlier and have not repented of the uncleanness, fornication, and sensuality they practiced. This is the third time I shall be coming to you. A judicial fact shall be established only on the testimony of two or three witnesses. I said before when I was there, the second time, and I repeat it now in my absence, to those who sinned before and to all the rest, that if I come again, I shall not spare you. You are, after all, looking for a proof of the Christ who speaks in me. He is not weak in dealing with you, but is powerful in you. It is true that he was crucified out of weakness, but he lives by the power of God. We, too, are weak in him, but we live with him by God's power in us. 
test yourselves to see whether you are living in faith. Examine yourselves. Perhaps you yourselves do not realize that Christ Jesus is in you, unless, of course, you have failed the challenge. I hope you will understand that we have not failed. We pray, God, that you do no evil, not in order that we may appear approved, but simply that you may do what is good, even though we may seem to have failed. We cannot do anything against the truth, but only for the sake of the truth. We even rejoice when we are weak and you are strong. Our prayer is that you may be built up to completion. I am writing in this way while away from you so that when I am with you, I may not have to exercise with severity the authority the Lord has given me. Authority to build up rather than to destroy. And now, brothers, I must say goodbye. Mend your ways, encourage one another, live in harmony and peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. Greet one another with a holy kiss. All the Holy One send greetings to you. The grace of the Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with you all. The Word of the Lord. Rejoice, strive for perfection, and live in peace. And, and the, the God, God of peace and, and love will be with you. May the peace of Christ, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts in Christ Jesus. And, and the, the God, God of peace and love will be, will be with, with you. A reading from the life of St. Ignatius, from his own words by Luis Gonzalez. Ignatius was passionately fond of reading worldly books of fiction and tales of knight-errantry. When he felt he was getting better, he asked for some of these books to pass the time, but no book of that sort could be found in the house. Instead, they gave him A Life of Christ and a collection of the lives of saints written in Spanish. By constantly reading these books, he began to be attracted to what he found narrated there. Sometimes in the midst of his reading, he would reflect on what he had read. Yet at other times, he would dwell on many of the things which he had been accustomed to dwell on previously. But at this point, our Lord came to his assistance, ensuring that these thoughts were followed by others which arose from his current reading. While reading the life of Christ our Lord, or the lives of the saints, he would reflect and reason with himself. What if I should do what St. Francis or St. Dominic did? In this way, he let his mind dwell on many thoughts. They lasted a while until other things took their place. Then those vain and worldly images would come into his mind and remain a long time. This sequence of thoughts persisted with him for a long time. But there was a difference. When Ignatius reflected on worldly thoughts, he felt intense pleasure. But when he gave them up out of weariness, he felt dry and depressed. 
Yet when he thought of living the rigorous sort of life he knew the saints had lived, he not only experienced pleasure when he thought about it, but even after he dismissed these thoughts, he still experienced great joy. Yet he did not pay attention to this, nor did he appreciate it until one day, in a moment of insight, he began to marvel at the difference. Then he understood his experience. Thoughts of one kind left him sad, the others full of joy. And this was the first time he applied a process of reasoning to his religious experience. Later on, when he began to formulate his spiritual exercises, he used this experience as an illustration to explain the doctrine he taught his disciples on discernment of spirits. Whoever speaks should proclaim God's message. Whoever ministers should serve by the power that God gives. So So that that in all of you, God God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Before all else, be constant in your love for one another. So So that that in all of you, God may be glorified through Jesus Christ. Let us pray. O God, who raised up St. Ignatius of Loyola in your church to further the greater glory of your name, grant that by his help we may imitate him in fighting the good fight on earth and merit to receive with him a crown in heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. Twenty-two minutes before the hour on Saturday, July 31st, 2021, the Memorial of St. Ignatius of Loyola. I'm Paul Sadek, and this is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, we hear about the final days of St. John the Baptist from the 14th chapter of the Gospel of Matthew. At that time, Herod the Tetrarch heard about the fame of Jesus, and he said to his servants, This is John the Baptist. He has been raised from the dead. That is why these powers are at work in him. For Herod had seized John and bound him and put him in prison for the sake of Herodias, his brother Philip's wife, because John said to him, It is not lawful for you to have her. And though he wanted to put him to death, he feared the people because they held him to be a prophet. But when Herod's birthday came, the daughter of Herodias danced before the company and pleased Herod, so that he promised with an oath to give her whatever she might ask. Prompted by her mother, she said, Give me the head of John the Baptist here on a platter. And the king was sorry, but because of his oaths and his guests, he commanded it to be given. He sent and had John beheaded in the prison. And his head was brought on a platter and given to the girl and she brought it to her mother. His disciples came and took the body and buried it, and they went and told Jesus. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, all of the daily Mass readings are on the relevant radio app.
That's a relatively new rendering of Ave Maris Stella, Hail Star of the Sea, performed by the Willamette Chamber Choir at St. Gregory's Church in San Mateo, California. Hail Star of the Sea, nurturing Mother of God and Ever-Virgin, Happy Gate of Heaven. Our musical bouquet to our Blessed Mother today. Fifteen minutes before the hour, it's time to pray. We join the whole church as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org, a lay apostolate promoting the prayer of the Liturgy of the Hours by all of the faithful. We join together now in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. Joy attain. 
Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. I call with all my heart. Lord, hear me. I will keep your commands. I call upon you. Save me, and I will do your will. I rise before dawn and cry for help. I hope in your word. My eyes watch through the night to ponder your promise. In your love, hear my voice, O Lord. Give me life by your decrees. Those who harm me unjustly draw near. They are far from your law. But you, O Lord, are close. Your commands are truth. Long have I known that your will is established forever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as As it it was was in the beginning, beginning, is is now, now, and and will will be forever. forever. Amen. Save us by the power of your hand, Father, for our enemies have ignored your words. May the fire of your word consume our sins and its brightness illumine our hearts. Dawn finds me ready to welcome you, my God. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing him praise, for he has become my Savior. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. I will sing to the Lord, for he is gloriously triumphant. Horse and chariot he has cast into the sea. My strength and my courage is the Lord, and he has been my Savior. He is my God, I praise him, the God of my Father. I extol him. The Lord is a warrior. Lord is his name. Pharaoh's chariots and army he hurled into the sea. At a breath of your anger, the waters piled up, the flowing waters stood like a mound, the flood waters congealed in the midst of the sea. The enemy boasted, I will pursue and overtake them. I will divide the spoils and have my fill of them. I will draw my sword. My hand shall despoil them. When your wind blew, the sea covered them. Like lead, they sank in the mighty waters. Who is like to you among the gods, O Lord? Who is like to you, magnificent in holiness? O terrible and renowned worker of wonders, when you stretched out your right hand, the earth swallowed them. In your mercy, you led the people you redeemed. In your strength, you guided them to your holy dwelling. And you brought them in and planted them on the mountain of your inheritance, the place where you made your seat, O Lord, the sanctuary, O Lord, which your hands established. The Lord shall reign forever and ever. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit, as as it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is my strength, and I shall sing his praise, for he has become my Savior. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. O praise the Lord, all you nations. Acclaim him, all you peoples. Strong is his love for us. He is faithful forever. 
glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. God our Father, may all nations and peoples praise you. May Jesus, who is called faithful and true, and who lives with you eternally, possess our heart for ever. O praise, oh, praise the, Lord, the Lord, all you nations. A reading from the letter to the Hebrews. Remember your leaders who spoke the word of God to you. Consider how their lives ended and imitate their faith. Jesus Christ is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Do not be carried away by all kinds of strange teaching. The Word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. On your, On your walls, walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Day or night, they will not cease to proclaim the name of the Lord. I have I set my watchmen to guard you. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. On, On your walls, Jerusalem, I have set my watchmen to guard you. Would that I might know Christ and the power of his resurrection, and that I might share in his suffering. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies, from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the Prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare His way, to give His people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Would that I might know Christ and the power of his resurrection, and that I might share in his suffering. Christ is the Good Shepherd who laid down his life for his sheep. Let us praise and thank him as we pray. Nourish your people, Lord. Christ, you decided to show your merciful love through your holy shepherds. Let your mercy always reach us through them. Nourish your people, Lord. 
through your vicars, you continue to perform the ministry of Shepherd of Souls. Direct us always through our leaders. Nourish your people, Lord. Through your holy ones, the leaders of your people, you served as physician of our bodies and our spirits. Continue to fulfill your ministry of life and holiness in us. Nourish your people, Lord. You taught your flock through the prudence and love of your saints. Grant us continual growth in holiness under the direction of our pastors. Nourish your people, Lord. Now let us offer the prayer Christ has given us as the model for all prayer. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Let us pray. O God, who raised up St. Ignatius of Loyola in your church to further the greater glory of your name, grant that by his help we may imitate him in fighting the good fight on earth and merit to receive with him a crown in heaven. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us, protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. Happy Feast Day to all Jesuits! Hey, it's Saturday. It's a day to get things done and get ready for the day of rest tomorrow. Keep Sunday Mass in your weekend plans. The Saturday edition of Morning Air is coming right up. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and a great weekend and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.